You're listening to RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. The views and opinions expressed by our guests, hosts, and or DJs do not, we repeat, do not reflect the official policy or position of RGV Titan Radio, our affiliates, or our sponsors. RGVTitanRadio.com. We are the 956. Moving on all the podcast here on RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. We are your hosts. I am Will. And I'm Bob. And I would like to to uh to welcome a very special guest to the Moving On All Podcast, a longtime friend of ours, Mr. John Gonzalez. How are you doing today, sir? What's going on, Big Will and Bobby Brown? How are you guys doing? Thank you so much for having me on. Really appreciate this. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. We have no, we have known you, you and uh, and uh, uh, your wife for a long time, man. And uh, you have uh, you run a uh, uh, a website called the True Horror Stories of Tech, True, True Horror T- Stories of Texas, correct? Yes, sir. That's uh, Go ahead, True Horror. You said, say the name of it. Yeah, that's uh, TrueHorrorStoriesOfTexas.com. Uh, yes, uh, my name is John Gonzalez. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, the the history of the website, basically, we started that back in, I believe it was 2015, if I'm correct. And it first started off as a Facebook page. It was basically called True Horror Stories of South Texas, right? And uh, it was just a regular measly old Facebook page. And my best friend and I guess a co-creator, René Villarreal, shout out to my friend René Villarreal. Yeah, basically, he is like a a computer whiz, I guess you could call it. And um, he's, very, he's, very, uh, he's very well-versed in computers. And he went ahead and said, you know what? I see what you're doing with this Facebook website, but how about I create a straight-up website for you and we can start working on it from there? I was like, well, yeah, man, go for it. I mean, if you think you can do a good job. And, of course, he did a <laughs> Like really- you're challenging him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, uh, yeah. If you've got the grapes for it. Yeah, it's like... Do you got the guts for it? You know, but yeah. Basically, he he went ahead and uh, he did a good job and put this website together, TrueHorrorStoriesOfTexas.com. He taught me how to work it, and then since then we've been adding all kinds of content to the website, from just regular ghost stories to documentaries. Uh, we're going to be adding some radio theater plays to the That's website. Awesome. Yeah, we have some. Um, some recorded already and actually i guess at the end of the website at the end of the uh episode here i can give you guys the you know a couple of links or, or share the radio stories with you maybe you can absolutely. share them with your listeners here absolutely, yeah, absolutely man we want, we want all that information man and uh, throughout the show we'll, we'll be giving all that out what i love about it is that uh you guys have uh it's kind of like a uh, your own podcast format where you basically uh uh, tell stories from people that live down here and, and uh, people tell their stories and you retell them on the, on the, uh, on the podcast. Uh, how, how did you get started with that, man? So we have the website. We receive uh, dozens of stories from people all around the whole state of Texas, including the Rio Grande Valley. That's where we're from. 
And basically, you know, we, we decided, you know, we, we, we do have a lot of content here. Let's go ahead and, uh, you know, let's start a podcast. You know, we can discuss all the stories that come in. We can break the stories down. And basically, I mean, we, we have an, emb- an endless uh, supply of material when it comes to, to podcasting. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we started, we started uh, doing some podcasts. We haven't done as many as we would love to do, you know, due to work and outside forces and things of, of that nature. But yeah, we decided to just go ahead and share all the stories that come into our website and, you know, just try to dissect them and give them like a, I guess, a thorough examination, if you will. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the thing about this, man, is, and man, I, I love this, is that it, it brings forth, because I mean, we all know uh like like the basic stories that we that we were told when we were growing up like we know of la llorona we know of the uh the devil at the dance we know all that stuff what i love about this website man and uh, what you guys are doing is that there's so much more and uh it uh I, what i wanted to focus on especially on today's episode is those stories those seldom heard stories those stories that are that are basically um just hidden away in 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 uh, the the spirit that is the RGB and 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 what we live here in, in everyday life. And I kind of wanted to go. I want kind of wanted to uh, to have everybody tell a story or, or whatever and and everything. Since this is the Halloween season, I know that Halloween by the time this airs is already over. But we really need to just just keep it going for as long as we can. Because let's face it, we're not gonna have a real Halloween this year. <laughs> no, it's a, it's more of a bummer for the kids. You know, for the little kids who look forward to trick treating every year exactly uh, yeah that's what really breaks my heart you know it's the it's all about the kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the first couple of years for the first couple of years of my daughter's life i'm like I'm like yeah man it's all for the kids but i'm the one that eats the candy so <laughs> yes, yes the kids yeah yes the children yes <laughs> all right so, so um, um yeah no, no, man. I wanted to uh, to see if you had any particular uh, uh, stories that you wanted to uh, to shine a light on, because man, there are so many on the uh, the uh, true horror stories of Texas uh, website. Uh, I wanted to know if you wanted to kind of like shine a light on 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 some of them. So, did you want to discuss like some of the local ghost legends that are here in the RGV, or did you just want to talk about some general stories on the website, like that are down here, that are from down here as well, or? Yeah, let's let's start out with with uh, what we got down here, man, because I think that's what everybody uh, would be most interested in. Since uh, you know something that that's that's around here that we could pro- possibly uh, that we can mostly relate to. Yeah, the, so you know the thing about uh, ghost stories and ghost legends and the paranormal and whatnot is that basically, if you yourself have never experienced something like that before you know somebody who has or you know somebody who knows somebody who has experienced the uh the paranormal in some way or shape or another you know what i mean everybody's everybody's grandfather or uncle or like something has run away from la llorona drinking by the river (laughs) exactly No, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, and every uncle has has cursed out La Lechusa while he's drinking outside. Yeah, exactly. You know, but in some cases, um, they may have seen something that you know they really truly can't explain. And 
Mm-hmm. And then they're, and they may not be trying to pull your leg this time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's a lot of weird, unexplained things that go on in this world and the valley included, especially in Texas. Remember, Texas is a humongous state, so there's all kinds of wildlife and creatures and things like that. So sometimes maybe what if they're just observing some kind of wild animal and they mistaken it for Bigfoot or a lechusa or some other type of cryptid creature. Um, but either way, every community seems to have their own local legends, right? And here in the RGV, we do have a few of our own, I guess you could say, because who remembers the Mission High School Stadium ghost? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys remember cruising by there? Yeah. yeah. You can see the shadow of a girl on the top uh, yeah. step of the stadium. Mm-hmm. I think it was it was either a Mission Junior High School or the actual Mission Stadium itself. Yeah, it's, I, the, I it's, remember, it's it was supposed it was supposed to be the stadium the way I remember it. It was supposed to be the high school stadium. Yeah. Okay, so that that's one has what been I, that's what I really told. That one has been around for ages. That uh, the one about the the high school stadium in in Mission. Well, there's there also. Any- was there any background to that? To that, like, what was the? Uh, uh, do do they know who that was supposed to be? Well, yes. Well, I mean, actually, I don't. But usually, um, with these local legends and urban legends and myths and whatnot, there's always either some type of story or some type of traumatic event that follows that follows it. Right? You know, I I remember there, uh, a girl who fell off the stadium. Like, I had heard it was a girl who fell off the top of the stadium. I remember hearing a story about a girl who was in a car accident in front of the stadium. Like, bunch of, I've heard a bunch of different versions of it. Very bunch of different variations of it. So, yeah, there's, uh, there's that one, of course. That one's been around for decades. Um, there's La Lomita. I don't know if you guys have ever been out there. Oh, La, yeah. La Lomita. That is quite possibly the most famous haunted location in the in the RGV. <laughs> everybody, everybody has a La Lomita story, right? Yes. Everybody has had some kind of experience when going on. There. Company, you, know, you know someone who's yeah, experienced. Present, com- present company included, man. Like I, I was, uh, I was one of those asshole kids that fucking broke in there one night, like with a bunch of my friends and shit like that, and like somebody heard like a voice and we all end up running out fucking screaming running across the street dude we we had like we ran back to our car and there was already like a sheriff waiting by the car and he was like, you guys don't like real like annoyed with us he's like there's nothing there dude like stop get the hell out of here like just kicked us out he's like is anybody on drugs we're like no like has anybody been drinking like what are you a cop <laughs> like yeah. just like just get the hell out of here I'm like, like right. why you got some <laughs> right <laughs> he probably did but like so yeah <clears throat> so the thing about with uh with la lomita is you know like we were saying you know they everybody has had some kind of experience and including you guys you guys have been out there several times um now we have actually received some stories from people around here in the RGV area who have sent in, you know, their their account of what happened when they went to La Lomita. I remember one of one of those stories being a security guard. Okay. He sent in a story and he said that he used to always get people um 
then, you know, they would show up like, like us, you know, and one time he said that he saw like a little girl out there. Mm-hmm. He saw a little girl out there in the, in the building and, you know, he just, he just kind of freaked out about it. But that was, that was just kind of like one story I remember concerning La Lomita. Um, I've heard also, I believe I've heard some stories about orbs, like, like brilliant balls of, of, of light, like grapefruit sized balls of light, you know, just kind of flying out there at random. Um, yeah. So there's, that's, that's a couple of, uh, mission, mission stories, but speaking of mission, Maybe some of you are from Mission, and you can vouch for me when I say that I've also heard about La Homa Road in Mission. <laughs> yeah, Bob La knows. Homa Road. La Homa Road is probably, I mean, according to you guys, I mean, that happens to be one of the most haunted places in all of Texas, haunted roads. We have received a whole bunch of different stories from Mission, from Mission Texas, from La Homa Road. Everything, everything from brujas to mm-hmm. humanoid creatures, um, doppelgangers, um, a flying. What is this? This one guy said it was a nahual, which is a, according to, uh, I guess Latin American culture, it's like a shape shifting flying creature. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, what, what, what's your guys' take on Mission Texas and it being haunted? I'm I'm from Palm Beach, so like. That's that's my old stomping grounds, man. Like I, I grew up on Abram Road, which is like two roads over from La Homa. Okay. And like I've been up and down La Homa Road, and you, I, I'm I'm a skeptic by nature. Like I, I usually see th- whenever I see something, I get very like, well, there's a fucking reason for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but I I can remember seeing uh, the first time I'd ever seen like a giant. Um, uh, owl was on La Homa Road. Was like I was at a friend's house, and like he lived right off of La Homa. Like his family lives right like on the road. Whoa. And like I was sitting there, and, sitting and, there like, and like, like we're outside having a barbecue, having a barbecue, and, and this big fucking big owl. Like I've never seen one that big before in my entire life. Like freaked me the hell out. I was like, they don't get to be that fucking big, but like. Like I, I know that they do get to be around like like three or four feet. Like they can have really huge wingspans. But I mean I was maybe like eighteen or nineteen at the time. So like in my eyes, I was like, that's like a 30 foot bird. Like <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It was huge, man. Like it looked ridiculous. But um yeah, dude, like there's there's all sorts of stuff out there like that you hear chingles of stories all the time. I've heard stories so many times of doppelgangers on La Homa Road. Like, Are you I've serious? Had, yeah, yeah, I've had friends tell me that they've seen themselves on the side of the road, like on La Homa, and I'm like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> well, you, you guys want to hear a doppelganger story? Yeah, Hell go yeah. for it. Hell yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> so this one is also from Mission, Texas, right? So this guy, he he just got paid, right? So, you know, he's feeling feeling a little lucky, you know, feeling a little happy, I guess. Decides to go to the store and spend, <clears throat> he spent a good amount of time in the store. And he said he was spending some money in the store, right? So he took his time. And he heads home. He pulls into his driveway. And his mom's outside, right? And he's like, hey, mom, what's going on? You know, how you doing? You know, blah, 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 blah. And the mom just looking at him with this blank expression 
and and was just this, this horrific look on her face, like what the hell is what, like she was just fucking confused. And he's like, okay, finally, he's like, okay, you know, calm down, mom. Like, what's happening here? And he's like, she's like, I just spoke to you. She's like, I just spoke to you, motherfucker. Like, what the hell are you doing showing up right now? Right. She's like, I just literally spoke to you and you went inside right now. She's like, whoever I spoke to, he's still inside. And they went and they immediately went inside to see like, well, maybe it was, I don't know, maybe she was freaking out or she, um, you know, mistaken him for someone else or, you know, maybe it was a, just some vagrant or whatever, but no, of course he, they both follow the supposed doppelganger inside, you know, they rush inside there and of course nothing, nobody to be found. That's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. That's scary um, because, because the like, like even the mother who knows her son like fell for it or or yeah, yeah. was taken by it that's crazy man and it, it's so weird man because like that's it, it, like i said i'm i'm a skeptic by nature but there are some things that like i always wonder about like i remember reading about and i want to say it was russia i'm not sure but mm-hmm. like it was it was a classroom it was literally like a, a classroom full of witnesses like full of kids that saw this like a, the teacher was talking and like a doppelganger like faded in like appeared in the classroom like everybody saw it it like made it looked at the teacher it made some sort of weird groaning noise and then it just like disappeared and this was like witnessed by like, uh, like dozens of kids, and it's like, what the hell? Like how it's it's I, I'm one for like group psychosis and stuff like that. Like I that's a thing, but like, like at the same time, like it's a bunch of little kids. Even if you even if you planned this, like how do you get a bunch of little kids to go along? Yeah, you know what I. And eventually, the one those little one of those little kids is gonna be like, well, you know, they made they made us say it, or you know, we all planned this, or whatever. Like, yeah, they they can't keep a secret, dude. Yeah, somebody (laughs) give it up. And like, that's that's one of the that's it's the same thing when people say that like moon landing. I was like, really, really, everybody to agree. (laughs) Yeah, like all the countries in the world decided. Sure, the United States was the first one. Like one of the most hated countries in the world, but they're all gonna agree with it. Like nobody stood up and said, "You know what? Like I have proof. It's horseshit." Yeah, no doubt. That shit was filmed in California in a studio. Yeah, Yeah. like that. Stanley Kubrick filmed. Stanley Kubrick directed that shit. (laughs) But he was such a perfectionist. (laughs) He demanded that they shoot on the actual moon. Right, I love that joke, dude. So I had, I have, like, growing up, uh, one of the one of the most prolific stories that that I kept hearing and I kept, uh, uh, like, I guess being involved with is when we were teenagers, man. Like, we would always hang out at the at the uh, at the cemetery, man. That, that's just what everybody did, like, on the weekends. Like, we would go hang out at the cemetery, and one of the cemeteries that we would go to was the Taylor Road Cemetery in in, in around Mission, you know, and. There was always these stories of, uh, of I guess they're like little little dwarves, like little duendes, duendes at at the Taylor Road Cemetery. Now I never believed it, right? Like like you, Bob. I'm I'm naturally skeptic. However, I do have like it, it, 
stories like that kind of get to me a little bit, especially when they're in a place that I'm at. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so we're there, right? And we're there, uh, uh, you know, drinking, drinking beer and stuff, and just just hanging out. And there's this uh, one tombstone that's in a giant shape of a cross. Okay. And about ten feet uh, to its to its left was a giant tree. Okay? Just just a cursory glance, I went, I looked over there, and I swear, I swear, I saw a little figure that looked maybe like two or three feet tall run from the from the uh, uh, from the cross uh, uh, tombstone to the tree. Yeah. And I and I'm like and, and I'm like, uh, guys, did you see that? And and everybody looked over there and 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 of course you know, being being the brave guys we were, we ran over to the tree to see if there was anything there and there wasn't, you know. <clears throat> but I could have sworn, maybe it was a power suggestion, maybe it was it was something else. But I could have sworn that I saw something run on two legs, from from the tombstone ten feet to the tree. And ever since then, I'm like, nope, I'm not going back there, dude. No. <laughs> like. I'll tell you, and like it was one of those things where like I've I've only recently come to terms with this. Like if I'm being honest with you, because I, I don't know who I was like one of our friends, I was talking to them about this, and I was sitting here with my wife. My wife is a believer, you know, like in, in the house, we'll hear something, anything move, and she's like, Do you think that's a ghost? And I'm like, No, I think it's a cat. Like <laughs> like I, I there's always a reason why something would happen, right? So like I can remember, and and you guys know my buddy Javi, um, a good friend of mine. And like a, like a few years ago, we would hang out all the time. We were in a band together. Uh, we did a few shows with with you, John. Like, and I had gone over to his house, and I called him, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm outside." And he's, I don't know what he was doing, and he's like, "I'm gonna be like five ten minutes, uh, like just chill outside and have a cigarette, and and like I'll be out right now." Full disclosure. We were going somewhere to go get high. Uh, I was still sober, 100% sober when I got there. So, like, I, I want to preface that. I want to. I want to preface this with that. Like, I was sober, like, because people know, like, yeah, but you smoke a lot of pot. Like, yeah, I wasn't at that at that moment in time. Like, yeah. I was 100% sober. I was on my way to. <laughs> I was on my. And that's why, like, full disclosure, I was on my way to get lifted. But um, <laughs> so like. I get to his house and I'm sitting there and his, his he has like a little concrete porch and um, his grass at the time was maybe like almost like I'd say calf high it wasn't quite knee high yet and um, I'm sitting there and I'm having a cigarette and I'm sitting on the porch on the edge of the porch and like I didn't turn for any reason really like not because like oh I, I felt something looking at me like nothing like that. I just turned my head and like, I swear by everything that I am, there was a small little man looking at me through the grass and he like, I made eye contact with him and I saw his facial expression just kind of like, and he just slowly went back into the grass and I shit you not, his yard was filled with stray cats. Like there's just stray cats all over his neighborhood and one just darts into the grass like after it. And I'm sitting there like, okay, okay, like that was, uh, that was a possum. That's what I saw. Like that was a possum. You're trying to justify it in your head. And, and I, I've, I've, it's been years, dude. I was, I'm 35. This was when I was like 22. 
like when I saw this and like over 10 years later, I was talking to somebody about this and they're like, what do you think it was? And I'm sitting here because I remember it very vividly. And, and I just told them, like, honestly, the more I sit and I think about it, and I, I use my, my rationale and I rationalize this as much as I possibly can. The only rational explanation that I have so far been able to ever come up with was there was a small little tiny man in his grass. I, I can't. That's the only I thing that makes sense. Uh, how, tall he, how tall would you say he was? Maybe a foot tall? No, it may, if that. Like, if that. Like, a, about a foot tall. Like, and it's because the thing was, is I wasn't very far from the grass. And, yeah. like, I'm, I'm blind as shit, but I, all, I live with my glasses on. The only time my glasses are off my face is when I'm asleep or when I'm cleaning them. Like, that's it. And, like, I, like, I looked right at it. I looked right at it in its fucking face. And, like, my brain just, like, like immediately registered that. Like, that's a small man. And, like, he just kind of backed into the grass. And I'm like, I didn't see that. And, like, to make it even worse, like, when Javi came outside, I told him, like, man, I swear to God, I thought I saw, like, a little man. And he goes, in the grass? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, dude, ask Vicky. Like, his sister saw it. And I'm like, oh what the God. fuck, dude? Like, I hadn't, we hadn't talked about it. We, I mean, like, everybody jokes about Duendes. For sure. But, like, like I've never seen anything like that before. I haven't seen anything like that since. And, like, I've never, like I said, I've never, ever, ever been able to rationalize that. Like, dude, I even told myself, like, maybe it was a squirrel with a Halloween decoration on its head. <laughs> like, I've tried everything to, like, rationalize what I saw. And I'm like, no, dude, like, that was a whole ass little man. Like, I don't know. And, you, and you know, you, you wouldn't be the first person in Texas or even the Rio Grande Valley who has made such claims of seeing these little creatures that you call duendes, right? In different societies, different civilizations around the world, they're known by different names, I guess, um, gnomes, goblins, uh, brownies, I guess, um, brownies are more like the, um, like the fairies, you know? Yeah. I mean? oh, there was also a fairy phenomenon in the UK where people were, claim, were, were claiming to see these flying little humanoid creatures and they described them like fairies. So yeah. Yeah. Like we mentioned earlier, the, you're not the only one who's mentioned seeing this type of phenomenon known as duendes, and especially, you know, considering the fact that we're over here in the south of Texas and you're right near Mexico, you know. Yeah, Mexico seems to have been like a real hotspot for paranormal activity. Like, yeah. and it, it's such a, it, it's so strange to me because I, I used to date somebody who was, she, she was born in Mexico. She was raised for half of her life in Mexico. And like... paranormal phenomenon is just like it's just something that happens like the news reports it like they don't you know it's it's just one of those things where it's like yeah if you go hang out out here you'll probably see this late at night like what the fuck like and this doesn't (laughs) bother anybody like yeah the paranormal is like embedded into like the latin american culture you know what i mean it's like it goes hand in hand you know the spirits praying religion Good, yeah, bad. It's our Catholic know. roots. <laughs> yeah. And like I, I, I know that there's there's somewhere like I think it's just like I'm not sure if it's like right outside of Progreso or like an hour outside of Progreso. It's not very far from here. 
but like it's an area that when you drive like through it none of the radio stations work and it doesn't matter what radio station you go to you'll hear an ambulance siren and like it's right it, it happens right when you pass like this cross on the side of the road for somebody who died and like just died there waiting for an ambulance ambulance and so like now when you drive through there, all the radio stations like just sort of give out and all you can hear are, are ambulance sirens and nobody knows where it's coming from. Like Mexico is equivalent to the, the, the FFA or whatever they're called, the FDA uh-huh. or, or the FCA. Yeah. The federal communications. Yeah. Um, they can't find where it's coming from. Like they don't know what it is or why it happens. And Do you like, know what city in Mexico that is? The what? Do you know what city it is? I don't know the name of the city. I just know it's outside of uh, outside of Progreso. If you actually YouTube it, like there's people go and they really? just drive just to see. Yeah, you can. There's tons of YouTube videos of it, like of just people. Yeah, just driving through that area and it just like the you you're listening to the radio and it just starts to go like like just just statics out, and then you just start hearing the. Like you hear the the sirens, it's like what the fuck, and it only lasts for like four or five seconds on the road. Like if you're driving, it's mm-hmm. only in this one little area, and yeah. like that's it. Like that's it's, crazy. It's, it's yeah, it's absolutely bizarre, man. And like nobody nobody seems to know like where it's coming from, which is kind of wild. Huh. Wow. So like, what other what other kind of. Uh... We, we've we've already gone through mission man what what do you think what is you the think most, most uh, paranormal heavy city uh around the rgb Ooh, good question well <clears throat> or where do you like get your the most stories from okay well that's um that's a little tough right because the whole art the whole rgb is seems to be polluted with uh paranormal activity right yeah. but if i could nar- narrow it down to a couple of cities i guess i would say probably Mission, like we just mentioned, mm-hmm. Donna, Texas, which is also known as Ghost Town. Ooh. Ghost Town. So, I mean, they have their own nickname when it comes to this stuff. And probably maybe Brownsville. I believe, yeah, Brownsville, I believe Brownsville because it's it's such a historical town. Like the Civil War battles are fought there, you know, like it's it's yeah. it's a very historically significant area, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, absolutely. Like, you hear all sorts of stuff out of Brownsville, man. Like, that, that, that town feels different, too. Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird. I used to go to Brownsville all the time whenever I was, uh, when I was working. And, uh, you know, part of my job was just to, you know, drive around Brownsville doing deliveries and stuff. And, man, like, you, you drive down old Brownsville and it's like you feel the, you feel the, uh, uh, the years, you know, yeah. it's, it's like, it's like your, your, the, the atmosphere of Brownsville is just so historic, you know, just like downtown McAllen, just like downtown Edinburgh, you know, you feel the history. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Like that, downtown Edinburgh always had a weird like feel to me, like out by the Citrus Bowl. But it might just be my paranoia of the courthouse. <laughs> yeah, like, if I'm being so, honest. <laughs> so, John, have you ever, have you yourself ever experienced uh, uh, something crazy or or anything like that? Like, have you yourself? Um, yeah, I guess um, I have. You know, in my time, I've seen a, I've experienced a few little things. But I guess one of the most bizarre things that I can remember experiencing 
would be something that happened back in 2012, 2011, something like that. I think it might, it might have been 2011. So I'm hanging out in McAllen, Texas, hanging out in the parking lot of my apartment complex, and I'm with my friend Ryan, and I have the tailgate down, right? And we're just sitting down on the tailgate, just, just chilling out. We weren't doing any drugs. We weren't even drinking or anything. Not that night, anyway. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so we, you know, we were actually just, you know, completely sober. We were just hanging out, and um, it was it was actually around this time of the year. It was probably like a a mid to late November night, and it was about to get dark. So it was like that twilight look outside, right? So we're hanging out. I look behind. I'm, I, I'm actually, we're sitting down on the tailgate. We're facing the east. I casually, I casually look up and notice a flock of birds traveling from the western sky. And I see them turn and they head south. So I made the remark to my friend Ryan. I'm like, hey, check out those birds. And I guess they're heading south for the winter. <laughs> right. And right when I said that, it's like they're like, oh, no, we're not. And they turned around. They like busted a U-turn, so to speak. And they started heading our way. They started heading north. <laughs> they're like, what'd you say to us? <laughs> yeah. They're like, what? And they're like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> they start heading our way. And they're flying above my apartment complex. And these guys are about 35, 40 feet from the, from the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a it's a flock of white birds, about let's say maybe nine to twelve birds. The first, I would say four four birds that led the shaped flock. They started emitting what it looked like to be sparks coming from their eyes and their mouth. It looked like some kind of bioilluminescence. Imagine the color of a lightning bug, but in the form of sparks, like when you strike your lighter and there's yeah. no fluid and you, have, you get that sparking motion. Yeah. That's what it looked like. These damn birds were shoot. It looked like they were like basically emitting these sparks from their eyes and their mouths, their beaks, right? I didn't say anything. I let them fly over. I looked at Ryan. Ryan says, did you see that? I was like, yeah, I saw it. What did you see? And he's like, those birds, he goes, he said it straight up. He's like, those birds were emitting sparks from their eyes and their beaks. I'm like, because he was kind of like a a nerdy guy. Love you, Ryan. (laughs) Just like that, right? Those He's like, those birds were emitting sparks from their eyes and their mouths, right? And I'm like, they... You're goddamn right they were, dude. And I was like, I'm glad you were with me, Ryan. I'm glad we both saw this shit together. Because imagine trying to explain to somebody, just like I am, trying to explain to you what we saw without sounding, you know, crazier than you already sound in your normal days, you know? Yeah. Um, Your normal everyday life. But I was really happy, to be honest, man, because seeing something like that, when especially when it comes to the world of the, of the paranormal, it just gives it a little bit more credibility. At least somebody else saw this too. 
right? Yeah. yeah. I saw that shit. We went inside, we did some Google searches, we did some research, and we couldn't find any type of birds in Texas that shoot or emit type of bioluminescence from their eyes or mouths. Um, again, Texas is a humongous state with all kinds of wildlife, including birds, being that, you know, the Rio Grande Valley is actually a, a, a haven for bird yeah. watchers yeah. around the world, right? So oh, yeah. all kinds of birds. And this shit is not just some bird that migrates to the Rio Grande Valley every year. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, we have no explanation for that. I just still don't know. Maybe you, maybe it is something that I'm missing. Maybe it is a type so, of bird that exists. So here's know. a funny story. Here's a funny story, man. Uh, I I am not only ha- interested in like ghost stories and stuff, but I'm also interested in in uh, like conspiracy theories. I don't believe Same. any of these conspiracy theories, but like I find them fascinating. If from a from a a, a human perspective, you know, like a like a, yeah. a like a. Um, uh, somebody who studies human human uh, uh, interaction and stuff like that. Now, there's one conspiracy theory that states that pigeons actually do not exist. Do not exist. That birds aren't real. That birds I'm are part, not real. I, I'm part of that page. I love that. I love that <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That somehow, those are drones. I don't know what the yeah. hell you're talking about. Yeah, that, that yeah, somehow, everybody has a personal drone that looks that watches them. Yeah, that somehow the That's government board replaced, bird, man. replaced all pigeons and and cackles and and crows and replaced them with uh, remote control drones with cameras and stuff. So, maybe what you saw was a malfunctioning. Yeah, control. I mean. It's so funny because I was just thinking the same thing. Like when he was telling me about this, I, I, I came so close to going, Psh, "You believe in birds?" <laughs> like, no, dude, it's because I, I. But no, like it, it's so weird because, like, there, there are so many stories, and and that that's that's so crazy that that you that you bring something like that up, and that's something that not a lot of people talk about is is animals actually. Uh, account for a lot of paranormal uh, uh, stuff. Like, oh, yeah, there's absolutely. there's this one story of uh, uh, like one prolific story that I that I'm always hearing of like the Lachusa where uh, somebody's uncle or somebody's grandfather or somebody's uh, you know like primo or something. They go out and they they see a uh, 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 like a like a Lachusa flying around, and they go out there, they get a gun and they shoot it down. Yeah, and the the Lachusa falls, and uh, it, this is like in the middle of the night. And then the next morning, the guy goes out to uh, or whoever shot it goes out to try to find the bird the the bird that they shot, and they find the body of an old woman or something, yeah. you know, like and, and it's and stories like that that's so endear, uh, uh, dear for for years and years and years, no matter who's telling it, and it's always somebody's relative that that's done. That. You know, yeah. I, yeah, I heard it too. Like one of my one of my friends in high school, like that was his uncle who did that. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure it was, buddy. Like you probably yeah. shot an old woman that was walking by. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just a poor old lady that was walking by and just got yeah. shot. Like, okay. So, uh, uh, real quick, man. I, I also yeah. also wanted to talk about uh, like some of the more famous stories uh, that 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 come from from uh, from around here. For example, there's the uh, uh, 
like quite possibly the most famous ghost story to come out of the RGV, the devil at the dance. Yes. Uh, what's, what have you heard of that? Because I have heard a lot, a lot of, of, of people talking and everything. And from what I hear, it's actually not only, not only happened, but that there's news coverage of it. There's hundreds of eyewitnesses that actually witnessed it happen. Uh, what, what is your, your take on, on that particular story? So the devil at the dance story, that, that one happens to be, I mean, it just seems to be actually that every city or every major city in Texas has, can claim that story for their, for themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, the, of course the, the legendary tale of the, of the, the woman that danced with the dashing man at a dance at the end of the night, only to discover that he's not a dashing man. He's actually the devil incarnate, his feet um, morph into chicken feet or one of them is a chicken foot and the other one's like a horse hoof yeah. uh, and then they're followed by um, a puff of smoke, the smell of sulfur, um, everybody you know freaks the hell out and chaos ensues right so yeah like I said every every city in Texas seems to be um, you know witness to this event right but Will I believe it was you, it was you Will who said this there was actually apparently there was a there was a tale that was chronicled that happened here in McAllen, Texas. I believe it was the late 70s. It happened at Ocasio's nightclub. Yes, yes. Downtown and, McAllen. Yeah. The DJ that night, he he basically says, he said the same thing, that there was this woman dancing with some dashing man on the dance floor. All of a sudden, smoke went up. The smell of sulfur filled the air. And this dude had had basically the, the lower half of his body had morphed into half chicken, half like goat yeah. or horse hoof, right? Um, he actually chronicled that event and he told his story to the monitor, local, the local newspaper. So it's actually, it came out there in the, in the, the monitor. So, but yeah, apparently like you guys mentioned that there was a whole crowd of people they were there in attendance that night, and they witnessed this this man, or quote unquote, man, right? thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's so crazy, man. I, I I like to think it was a Scooby Doo situation, like it's just some <laughs> mystery solving donkey. Donkey, donkey, donkey was dressed as a debonair man. because yeah. you know we actually received the same story from a lady. In Odessa, Texas, oh wow! She said, uh, yeah, that same the same thing happened. Apparently, she she was there that night herself too, and it's I mean, and all the tales are this pretty much the same thing. The same thing happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dashing, dashing man walks in, charms some girls up, chats them up, and then at the end, he reveals his true identity. And and it, it kind of does make you wonder. Because like it, 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 it certainly sort of turns into a nationwide, at least statewide in our case. Like like it's just one of those things that everybody and their mother like witnessed. And like it makes you wonder like excuse me, like why that happens? Or like kind of like wonder like does it really just happen? Like do you do it over and over again so nobody will believe it? You know what I mean? Like it just becomes yeah. like folktale. Exactly. Like it's it's that that old that old uh, what was it the uh, the devil's greatest trick was convincing the world he didn't exist. I love that exactly. line. Yeah, like it, it, it's an interesting notion. It's a weird thought because like 
the these are a lot of them are strange phenomenon that like yeah. like they they sometimes they're worldwide like everybody experiences like something like that but yeah. i've noticed with with that story like that story goes all the way into like deep latin america yeah. like we're we're not the only like mexico and the united states like texas like it's not the only like country where you've heard stories of a woman who was dancing at a club or at a bar and she ends up she turns out she's dancing with the devil you know what yeah. i mean and it, it does make you kind of wonder like why you hear that story so much so uh another thing another thing that that uh that uh, like uh, some other stories that i've heard about that is like my uh i i used to be in a band and uh, the the guy the guy who was our guitarist was actually uh, his. He said that his father was actually there, yeah, and that he had taken pictures. Yeah, that he had taken pictures of uh, because apparently he left the floor all scratched up and stuff, and uh, that they took pictures and that he's always he's always uh, been looking at those pictures ever like as long as he could remember, like he he had those pictures and stuff that his dad had taken after the 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 devil leapt through the uh the, the, the apparently there was like a big old pane of glass uh to the outside street that he jumped through and uh he took picture of of the glass he took pictures of the of the uh, the dance floor that apparently was burned and stuff and no matter how many times i asked him hey dude like next time next time we hang out dude bring the pictures man bring the pictures but he never did (laughs) (laughs) yeah well remind his ass again you know because those, those could be some really compelling pictures i mean yeah. Now I, I wanted I wanted to, to get into uh, 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 what do you call it like ghost photography and stuff, you know? Because I don't know, uh, do, has anybody ever submitted anything like that uh, to the uh, uh, true stories, true horror stories of Texas? What that the the devil at the dance stuff? No, like any any type of paranormal pictures or anything like like ghost pictures. Or oh yeah, actually, um, <clears throat> we had one case where. It was a woman who was, I guess, somebody in the household was doing witchcraft, was practicing witchcraft. And I forgot, I don't remember the full details of the story, but somehow um, there was somebody who was practicing witchcraft. They started seeing what they would describe as death, right? Um, La Santa Muerte, right? They were, they were practicing that. And they would, apparently they would see that um entity walking around their house and they actually they did some kind of i don't know it might have been a rebuking type of uh, attempt or or spell or whatever but they they lit some candle and outside of the candle that burned you can see the image of what appears to be like a green reaper you know oh, what I mean? wow that one was pretty Pretty creepy. I'll send you guys. I'll send you guys the link afterwards if you guys want to share it. Yeah, hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll put that. We'll put that on the uh, uh, on our page as well, man. Cool. But, um, so I had a, I, I had a um I I had asked, man, because a while back uh, a friend of mine was moving out of her uh, uh, 
her mom's because her mom had passed away and we're she lived in a uh, in a trailer and there we went over there to uh uh to, to you know help her get all the stuff out of the trailer and stuff and and uh you know move out because they were going to sell it so uh in the process of selling it you need to take pictures of it so that you can put on the website or put on on wherever you're going to be selling it well one picture that they took of her uh the, the bedroom where, where she slept and she spent most of her time there was on the bottom corner of the of the picture was a black blob right like it looks like somebody had had a, a covered the lens with their finger mm-hmm. so just like out of curiosity when they were developing it they brightened up the picture they brightened up the picture so much that the rest of the picture was blown out and completely white and yellow and red like you know overexposed Mm -hmm. except for the bottom part and when they developed it you could see like the top portion of a face with the eyes and the forehead and even the little curls on the you could see the individual hairs the curls of the hair and when my friend saw the picture, she was like, that's my mother. Keep in oh, mind, wow. this was three weeks after she had passed away. And, and they were moving everything out. And what makes it even freakier is that the picture where the picture was taken, that's exactly where she would be if she was sitting on her favorite chair. Oh, wow. And that's where she would be. The camera would be right there where her chair was. And that's where she would be. So she was actually sitting on the chair. I think you sent this story. You sent this story into us, Will. On the, I, I, think I, I believe I posted it on Two Horror Stories of Texas. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, it's on there. And and I wish I had the picture, but uh, unfortunately, it's 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 been lost to the annals of time. I don't know what, but I still vividly remember that picture in my head. It's it's so weird because there's like a lot of like. You hear a lot of stuff about like the lingering spirit, like and if uh, like if you you know, most of us believe more in science and stuff like that. So like I I am a pretty firm believer in like energy not being created or destroyed. Like you can't you know it can neither be created nor destroyed. So if it can't be destroyed, it has to go somewhere. And like like that's I, I think that's a lot of what people see when it comes to like ghosts and stuff like that. I think it's lingering energy. But some of it, like stuff like that, seems a little too like strange and like a little too um, on the nose for reality for me. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen that. There's a documentary that just came out on Netflix about this guy who pretty much killed his entire family so he could go start a new life. So, if you look for it, it's it's on YouTube. It's one of those things that's on YouTube. Um, the people who went in, the I guess the forensic people, like if you those watch, the police investigators, yeah, the police investigators. Have you seen those videos? Mm-hmm. Like, no, you, if you haven't seen them, John, like check it out. Like it's so weird. Like you hear little girls giggling in the house. Like they see like the shadow of a little girl gets caught on the camera. Like. You hear a little girl say, who are they, mommy? Like, you hear another voice say, I'm with, uh, and they say the little girl's name. Like, and this is all unedited, like, police cam video. 
Like this is actual like police camera video, like not fucked yeah. with or anything. And like nobody knows where it came from. Like even the 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 first one who goes in, she goes into a closet and she hears a giggle. Like and they catch it on the camera. And it's and clear, she, like extremely clear. It's clear as day. And she stops and she turns around and she looks at the other like cop and she goes, Did you hear that? And she's like, What the hell was that? Like yeah. real freaked out. Like they heard a lot of laugh in the closet. Like what was that called again? I keep asking you, I'm sorry. What is it called no, again? I, I don't know what it's called. It's that documentary that just came out on Netflix. Um, if you if you uh, uh, just Google um, uh, Netflix police cam ghost, what was it? American murder. American murder. American murder. Yeah, something like that. Like, and it's about this dude who just like he killed his whole fucking family to like start a new family. And like, if you look up the the footage, like you'll you can hear it. It's like it's a it's super fucking strange. Yeah. And they've had like several people go back to the house. Like a bunch of ghost investigators go to the house all the time. They don't go inside because they're not allowed. It's like it's like I don't know what they did with it, but like you're not like nobody's allowed in the house. People go and they put like teddy bears and like they light candles outside. It's all but evidence. This, yeah, yeah. And this one dude had gone and he left like uh, a teddy bear and a candle like lit, and he wanted to film the front of the house. Cause he's he's one of those like ghost hunters and stuff like that, and he films the window. And he's like, he's like, man, I swear to God, there's something there. I can't see anybody. Man, I swear to God, it feels like somebody's looking at me. So like later on, he goes and he like same thing turns the hue up real high on the video, and like dims everything, and you can see fucking like two people like sitting there, like um, like just sitting there, like looking out the window mm. and like you can't see you can't see them or anything like that that's that's just that's just crazy man and and there's so many little videos of that of, of something like that because you 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 see uh like I, I like to watch those YouTube ghost videos and stuff oh, and, a, and a majority of these videos are just people just videotaping they're not even looking for for a paranormal stuff like they just yeah. hear it you know so yeah. uh so on that note, man, what we're going to do is we're going to take a real quick break. Uh, we're going to come back with, uh, with John Gonzalez of South Texas Horror uh, right here on uh, the Movie Know It All podcast on RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. We'll be right back. Are you looking for great local music? Then tune in to RGVTitanRadio.com. We play everything local, like hip-hop, rock, and country. If you want your music played on our radio station, then send your music to playmymusic at rgbtitanradio.com. Once more, that's playmymusic at rgbtitanradio.com. Be sure to send MP3 files that include the names of the track, album, and band or artist along with cover art. rgbtitanradio.com. We are the 956. From the depths of the primordial ooze of pop culture, Two figures emerge to bring their gift of knowledge and films to the masses. Their only qualifications? They watched a hell of a lot of movies when they were kids. They're not just experts. They're not just fans. They are movie know-it-alls. Join Bob and Will every Wednesday at 5 p.m. as they host the Movie Know-It-All podcast. Only on RG Titan Radio. We are the 956. 
calling you, man, to see if you wanted to go to the show over at Yerb. Let me know, dude. Call me back. Bro, this club is popping off right now, man. I'll send you the location, dude. Get out here. Look, man, I get it. You're social distancing. But come on, man. Let's go to the mall. Let's go have some lunch. Don't be that guy. COVID-19 is serious. Always wash your hands, always wear a mask, and only go out for the essentials. This message is brought to you by RGVTitanRadio.com. We are the 956. To the movie know it all podcast here on RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. We're here with our very special guest, Mrs. John Gonzalez of True Horror Stories of Texas. And we're talking about ghosts and goblins and uh, uh, paranormal stuff that's happening here in our very own RGV. Uh, John, man, what, what else do you do? You, uh, uh, like, what are some of your favorite stories, man? I, I know that, that there's a lot that you that you uh, uh, take in and you listen to and everything, man. But like, what's 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 one story that kind of gets you and kind of like, you know, uh, uh, like, what's your favorite? If well, you can even uh, name one. <laughs> well, I don't know if I have a favorite. But I do have, I mean, the, yeah, because there's a lot of a lot of good stories on there, so it's a little hard to compete. But I guess if I could uh, just name a few that I guess stand out a little bit to me that I can just remember off the top of my head that I think you guys would like would be uh, let's see, the first one that I'm going to talk about. This one comes to us from Roma, Texas, and, and this. <laughs> Yes, sir. So this one happened, I believe this was the late 70s. And it was sent, it was sent in by a, a guy who was on the McAllen Bulldogs football team. Oh, so they wow. had traveled, yeah, so they had traveled to Laredo to play a football game on a Friday night. Um, I'm not sure if they won or not, but they're heading back <laughs> to the Rio Grande Valley. And they're heading through Roma. I'm not even sure what that highway is called that's west of uh, La Jolla that runs all the way up there to Laredo. But they're traveling through Roma to head back to McAllen, Texas. And they're on the school bus. And uh, the guy who sent in the story, he's just he's sitting down. And all of a sudden, he notices and he sees that everybody, all the football players, all the, everybody on the bus is standing up. And they're all looking out. They're all looking out of the window. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and he's like, what the hell's going on? Like, what are these people looking at? Like, so he checks, out, he checks it out himself. And he swears that he saw and he witnessed this woman covered in blood with her clothing all torn and raggedy and she was floating she was floating around and this and she was screaming bloody murder on the side of the road <laughs> bloodied and torn and tattered up floating off the side of the road and these guys just freaked out and the bus driver just booked it. I mean, what are you going to do? You know, yeah. as a bus driver, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to pull over and say, hey, uh, you need help, lady? 
Yeah. I mean, in that case, you don't want to do that. I mean, so they hauled ass out of there, took off, and that was that, right? So that's the howling phantom of of La Roma, or La Roma, of Roma. And there's actually a woman who sent in a story similar to that. She actually had tried to explain that phenomenon and, and said that it was actually a woman. I guess it's a local legend up there in Roma that I don't know about or I haven't really heard mm-hmm. too much about, but this woman claims that it's it's known there in that area that apparently it's a woman who was apparently beaten up and murdered out there. I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. I'm not sure what her background story is, but apparently that's it's the ghost of a woman that was murdered and beaten out there. That's some um, freaky shit, though, man. Like, can you imagine witnessing something like that? Like, who do you call in that situation? For real. Um, so there, there's that one. There's also one that takes place in my hometown of Alamo, Texas. Shout out to Alamo, Texas. Alamo! And uh, basically this, uh, this, this was relayed to me by a buddy of mine named Dave. And uh, Dave was an older cat, grew up in the 80s. So back then, back in the in the eighties and the in the early to mid nineties, uh, there used to be this thing called cruising that would happen in McAllen, Texas, on Tenth Street. Everybody yeah, every, would just, every Thursday night, Thursday night. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 they would just cruise. You would just clog the traffic on Tenth Street, and it would just be cruising, and people would be blasting their their stereos, and it was just like a you know, this was before social media, so everybody would actually kind of, I don't know, get to see each other. But you were in your car. <laughs> Jamming uh, the fog hat and Van Halen. Hell <laughs> yeah, brother. So, <laughs> or the car clubs used to park on the side of the road on the uh, the parking lots. Yep. yep. Yeah. And the gangs, too. You see a lot of gang fights and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, they're cruising. They're having a good time. And they started chatting up some girls at the McDonald's that was there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, hey, hey, baby, you want to go check out some creepy woods? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, they, they convinced these girls and, and when basically they had some girls go with them to South Alamo. And if any of you have ever been out there, it's called Santa Ana Wildlife Refuge. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's in South Alamo. And there used to be, I don't know, I think it's still there, but I guess there used to be some kind of a trail, some kind of trolley ride and a bike trail. So there was like paved road in there. And I remember we used to just cruise those 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 roads, you know, whenever we'd skip high school, whatever, skip class, and then go head out to those roads and just cruise those roads. I mean, it was basically in the middle of a wildlife refuge, right? So they're heading down that way with these girls, and at this point, I don't know how what happened, or if they 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 uh, some girls ended up getting in the car with them. They all took off. They're heading towards South Alamo. They're heading towards Santana Wildlife Refuge. As they're heading south. They cross the levee. This levee is Pessina is on Pessina Road. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe you're familiar with that area. Mm-hmm. They cross the levee, and as they're about to cross this levee, they notice 
this tattered and torn, kind of like the other story, this tattered and torn, bloodied up man. Actually, they said he was like a naked man with like his clothes hanging off of him. Motherfucker was crawling on all fours, right, on the side of the road, and they passed him. They all saw him. They're like, what the hell is that? You know, like... (laughs) And so they, they stopped and they're like, you know, and let's head back. And, you know, of course, the girls are like, no, you know, and they're like, no, let's 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 check it out. So they head back. And of course, there's no sign of this crawling, naked, bloody man. The next day, the next day, this guy goes out to excuse me. He goes out to talk to his aunt, to go visit his aunt, who happens to live on Piscina Road, right where this happened, right? And he talked to her, and he's like, uh, you know, hey, Tia, did you, I mean, have you ever heard about anything that went on over here down the road? Or I don't know. But I was driving down this road, Alamo Road, last night, and we saw this man, and he's explaining to her what happened. And she's like, oh, yeah, they see that guy all the time. They're like, um, what happened was apparently he was a drunkard and he, he got hit by a car. And if you go up to really South Alamo, really, if you drive really deep South Alamo, there's not a lot of lights out there. So I guess it was, this happened like apparently years ago too. So there wasn't a lot of street lights. And this dude got hit by a vehicle and the vehicles kept on running over him. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, people had people thought it was a dog. It was the carcass of a dog, right? And so she's like, "Yeah, he was uh, he was crawling in the middle of the road or whatever, and he got he got hit by a car, and he died like a dog." People kept running over him, and she's like, "Oh my god, dude!" And so yeah, that was that was that story. Um, what else have I got for you? I mean, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of stories. Just you know, head on down to TrueHorrorStoriesOfTexas.com and yeah. check it out. But yeah, no, yeah. for real. If you want to get caught in the rabbit hole, um, just you know, go to the website, start reading <laughs> story. You'll 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 see related stories. You can read more about those. Um, there's different categories um, from everything from cryptids to ghost ladies, ghost kids, um, Bigfoot. Um, you know. Doppelgangers, you name it. Uh, you know, we have different categories on there. Um, let's see, what else? So, like, there's, there's, there's a bunch of different, a bunch of different stories, and like you said, man, like it's, it's very much uh, a rabbit hole that you can, that you can go down because each one of these stories uh, told through the, uh, uh, through the eyes of the people that send them in are basically true stories. Right. And when when you look at the amount of of uh, of uh, uh, stories and 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 uh, uh, little links that that are on that are on this website, it's it's just so much, man. Like I had no idea, me personally, I had no idea that there was so uh, much uh, so so much paranormal activity that actually happens here, uh, especially back in the day, man. You know, there there was a lot of paranormal activity that that happened. Now. Um, I, I don't know I don't know if if uh, if uh, if any of you guys like have you yourself had anything happen to you like Bob have you had any I think I already asked you John but about like have you had anything happen to you uh, uh, personally in in regards to something like that that we can throw onto that website <laughs> I mean like <laughs> I, I I have not to put I, you on the I, spot I, or anything dude <laughs> no it, it, it's it's just that like. 
like I said, man, I'm I'm one of those people that like I, I'm very much like, nah, that didn't happen. Like I'm I, I've always felt like if I was somewhere like, okay, like let's say if I was in that bus and I saw a fucking floating woman. Yeah. Like just with blood all over herself and shit like that. I don't I wouldn't have given a shit if I was with 18 other guys that saw it too. Like my immediate reaction is to go, mm, nah, that didn't happen. <laughs> like that's always my like immediate thought is like, nah, that didn't happen. Like I'll give you an example that's happening like right now in my life. And I don't talk about it very much, but like I, I, I moved to an apartment out here in, in McAllen. Me and my wife moved out to an apartment out here. And, um, for like lack of a better term, like it, it's 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 a mellow area. Like it's pretty calm out here. Like we're at least like at the spot that we're in, we're rarely ever bothered by anything. But for some reason, um, and my wife sees it all the time too. Like around the corner of the of the apartment, like right by like pretty much in our bedroom, um, we have a we notice somebody peeking out of the corner all the time. It always feels like someone's peeking around the corner and I've never gotten a look at anything or like seen anybody, but like we feel something here like all the fucking time. And I had like the other night, um, I sleep with a fan like right next to me. Like I need, I need the, I need a fan to sleep. I don't care if it's 10 degrees outside. I need yeah. a fan. At the very least, I need to hear a fan in order to sleep. I need the droning. Otherwise, I won't. Yeah, otherwise, I can't sleep. So, like, I woke up uh, the other night, and uh, my fan just was across the room. Like, it just moved. And, like, you know, the, the, my, the first thing in my head was, like, okay, the cat hit it. The cats run around at night, and, like, somehow they bumped into it, and they slid it across the room without tipping it over. Like, how does that make sense? It fucking doesn't, but that's what I'm going to tell myself today. <laughs> like, like I don't fucking care. And then um, what really got me was, uh, this was maybe like a week ago. Uh, I, I, I get up in the middle of the night like any man does to go take a piss. You know, you get woken up by the need to go pee. And uh, I sat up, I, and I usually sit up in bed for like, a minute just kind of rub the the dirt out of my eyes and it's pitch black in our room but like the walls are totally white and a very little light comes in and uh i sit up and i'm right next to the closet like my the my side of the bed is right next to the closet and uh i look and my closet door is just wide open and i don't sleep with my with that closet door open i never have i never will like it's just not my thing and it's not that i'm afraid of like something in the closet i just it's 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 old like i imagine it's genetic like a dna thing like you just you you close off certain areas to make sure that things don't get in or get out whatever so i don't like my closet doors open fucking ever and uh, that door closes hard. You have to try really hard to pry it open. Like the the knob sticks. So like you've got to push, squeeze, and turn to open it. And for whatever reason, it was just wide open. So and Bob, I've, like, got, I've got a proposition for you, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I've done this. Uh, 
but like uh, I don't know if, if you've done this, John, but there is an app that you can download that yeah. it basically records all night. Uh, okay. And it records audio. Uh. And there are people that that uh, it, it's it's mostly used as as a uh, uh, as as something to help people sleep, like to it 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 uh, like snoring, people snoring, and people like like sleep talking or whatever. Like it's normally for that kind of stuff, but people have captured uh, EVPs while they're right. asleep. So uh, would you would you be willing to to uh, to to try that to see if you capture anything? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I, I am I see like I don't even believe in the Ouija board. Would I fuck with it? Nah. <laughs> yeah, the, there's like, that genetic thing going on, man. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's, it's, there's just something about it. Like it's it's one of those like, do you believe in it? Like no. Like then what are you afraid of? That it would be real. Like no. Fuck me. Like that's so, that's that's one of those. I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, there's called the Possession of Michael King, and. Uh, I, I'm I'm a big fan of the movie, and it's it's about this guy who's a skeptic and a non-believer, and in order to prove that ghosts and demons don't exist, he invites a demon into his body, and he's gonna record it. <laughs> and it's one of those things where I'm sitting there like, I know this is a horror movie, but you understand. If somebody's sitting there like, like this. Like, 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 believe in whatever you want. Like, oh, you don't believe in it? Like, no. Like, why? Well, then you go do it. Like, I'm not going to fucking try that at all. No. <laughs> why would I? <laughs> God forbid I hear, like, God forbid I do that, Will. And then I hear a voice on that stupid thing. And then what? <laughs> then what do you You're like, I hope you'll sleep ever again. Like, there's only one bedroom in this apartment. You can't say it <laughs> what am I supposed to do? No, no. <laughs> it's just team, man. I wouldn't fuck with it. That's crazy. yeah, man. I, I believe you're you're like you're enabling them. You know what I mean? If there is a so-called uh, poltergeist or demon or evil malicious entity that could fuck with you and cause yeah. harm to you or give you a hard time in your life, doing those kind of things, I think, are what could enable it. You know what I mean? You're opening a path for them. You're opening. You're you're creating like a kind of like inviting them in. Yeah, you're you're basically you're creating the bridge. You're 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 building the bridge for them to walk on to come into your into your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I just I mean I wouldn't fuck with it personally. I just uh, I like to hear about it. I'd like to hear your story. About it. <laughs> oh That's yeah, I want to do that personally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I'm the exact same way. I love hearing stories about it. Like, I'm always down to hear somebody's, like, reasoning behind stuff like that. Like, I fucking, um, I, I'm, like, a weekly viewer of uh, Nuke's Top 5. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Nuke's Top 5 on YouTube. Absolutely. But, like, I adore Nuke's Top 5. And, like, I'll sit there and I'll watch it. And, you know, there's usually, Top 5 like, ghosts caught on camera. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think one of our videos came out on that. Oh, really? Yeah, with, uh, with the San Benito Dogman. Did you ever see that video? I don't know. I probably haven't. I just don't remember. Will? I have not. Will, did he get booted? No, no, I, there, are you, can you hear me? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I no, I, I, haven't, I haven't heard of that. No, what, what, what is the, so, the San Benito Dogman? 
So basically what had happened, guys, um, we, we received this story, I believe, I believe it was like, was it last year? Yeah. And this guy from, these two guys from San Benito were fishing at this little lake in San Benito. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. from Catan, Alligator Gar, and one of the dudes is filming. This actually happened. Yeah. It's like in 2012, right? So the camera wasn't very, you know, it wasn't very good. You know, it was just kind of like a, Okay, camera. Yeah, yeah. But you know, that's the that's like the the rule when it comes to capturing something paranormal. It has to be the shittiest camera possible. <laughs> it was shot on a potato. <laughs> right. No, but no, but no, but shout out to Ruben though, who did capture this uh, pretty compelling footage. Basically, what's happening in the footage is, like I said, they're fishing, and they notice this type, this creature drinking water at the edge of the the lake. And one of the guys says, what is that, dude? Is that a, a dog or what? Right? So they, they pan the camera to this creature. And then this goddamn thing goes from the drinking water position to standing up on its hind legs. And then it goes back down into, like, uh, all fours. And it just darts back into the brush. Mm-hmm. Right. It's fucking and, fast, like. Yeah, it's super fast, and those dudes said that it looked like a like some kind of dog man. You know what I mean? That's why we dubbed it the San Benito Dog Man. However, there are some people out there who believe that it could be Bigfoot. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. To be honest with you, we have received also several reports about Bigfoot in Texas, and many of those reports have actually been here in South Texas in the Rio Grande Valley. So, wow. um, I mean, there's that's a, that could be a possibility that perhaps, um, you know, it could be a, a some type of Bigfoot type of creature. Yeah, they, and, and like, right now is that it was a hairy humanoid that, creature. Yeah, that one came out on Nukes like maybe like a month or so ago, a few months ago. It wasn't yeah. too long ago. Yeah, it oh, came man. out with them. You know, like yeah. I, I, I like watching that that stuff because like I can sit and you know they'll play like four or five videos and like. You know, I'll watch four of them and go like, yeah, but there's an explanation for that. Like, yeah, yeah. But they could have done sure. this and like, and, 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 but there's always at least one that I watch and I'm like, all right, how the fuck did, what the fuck was how, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how the hell did yeah. that happen? But okay, yeah, so, dude, I, I remember that Dogman one. That one's pretty freaky actually. So, um, um, um. Uh, I actually did search right now, and I'm actually watching the video as we speak. And oh my freaking goodness, man! How come I have never seen this before? What is yeah. wrong with me, man? Okay, so two, so two things, man. Two things. The thing about these videos is that, and, and I and I like uh, Mitch Hedberg's joke saying that there's nothing wrong with anybody's camera. Bigfoot is just blurry. Um, <laughs> but, but but um. The thing about this video, and and it's it's very hard to understand or or, or to to kind of measure uh, without a frame of reference how big this thing actually is, <laughs> but just what happens, what what you actually do see, you do see somebody or something on all fours. You do see it kind of like without any any effort, with hardly any effort, get up and stand up on two legs, 
and then you see it turn around and run like a freaking werewolf off into the off into the distance, right? Yeah. So you got to ask yourself, man, as skeptical as you are, what could this be? What could uh, explain something like this? You know. And, and and you go you go to these these cryptid these cryptid uh, uh, explanations like Bigfoot or or something like that, yeah. and it, it it just makes sense, I guess you could say. Yeah. And it's it's weird because like you people tend to forget, dude. Like like we haven't explored a whole lot of the wildlife in this country. No, like th- there's a lot of like just untouched parts of nature. Where like we don't we haven't fucked with it yet. We haven't torn anything down. We haven't built a fucking stripes or a dollar general. Like believe it or not, believe it or not, humans have only settled twenty percent of the planet. Yeah. So there's like there's areas I know like out there in um like Virginia and like North Carolina, there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles of untapped woods. Like no one's touched it. Like no one's gone. Like people go deep into it and they don't come out. Like yeah. and and like to to assume this is and this is where like where the the agnostic in me comes out is like you, it's it's difficult to assume that we know everything. Like it's it's easy to assume science knows fucking everything and they don't like we we just don't like as humans we always want to know more and we don't like that's the whole point we don't know as much as we like to think that we do so like even if you met somebody who could sit there and say well i know everything like you know everything documented like you don't know everything out there and and there's there's a reason bigfoot and like human bipedal humanoids like giant bipedal humanoids are like witnessed by people everywhere. Like I imagine they are seeing something. At least some of them are seeing something. Like I don't know what the hell it could be, like what it would be, but I mean, there's a reason that like vampire and werewolf lore goes so far back. Like I'm talking mm-hmm. way before we ever fucking discovered how to take a picture, let alone make a movie. <laughs> so so there's a there's a very famous story uh about uh the mountains of africa that explorers would go and they would see gigantic wild men okay and they would come back down and they would they would tell their stories and nobody would believe them they think that they'd just be going crazy so like the more and more people kept going up there and more people kept seeing the giant wild men of of the uh, of the Congo or you know of of the the mountains of Africa. Right. Well, well, eventually, uh, scientists and and actual people who knew about zoology actually went up there, and it turns out that they discovered a new type of of uh, of uh, uh, gorilla, and they and and it ended up being called the silverback gorilla. That's how they discovered the silverback gorilla. It was yeah. from stories of people saying that up in the mountains there were tales of giant wild men. <laughs> you know, so no matter what. We we think of of these cryptic sightings or 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 of these these uh, uh, so called Bigfoot or, or or ghost animals or whatever, like there is there is a, a time where animals haven't been discovered yet. Maybe it's just an animal that we haven't discovered yet. You know, maybe it's just exactly. something that that we haven't seen. You know, it, mm. just because just because we say that it's Bigfoot or whatever doesn't mean that we should let it go. You know, right, right. 
everything and, and is worth like, worth uh, exper- exploring. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I, I mean, it, it's it's look at the Galapagos. Like we would find so many like animals out there that were like, what the actual fuck is that? You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like. Like, that's that bird's beak the, is backwards. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I remember when they like they like reading about stories about like the first time people went to the Galapagos and they discovered giant tortoises. Like a real like what the fuck? Like right? How does that even fucking happen? Like it, it is kind of ridiculous. And then like you even got to think about the fact that every time we get like another like like four feet deeper into the ocean, we keep finding different species of fish that we've never fucking seen before. Exactly. Like. That's there's terrifying. Ocean. The ocean there's is oceans. terrifying. Yeah, dude, there's oceans beneath our ocean. Like, we, we mm-hmm. know more about space than we do our own ocean, which mm-hmm. is pretty freaky to think about. Like, and at the rate that this year's going, it's gone from our well. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm personally waiting for a giant sea demon to rise from the ocean. Like, yeah, I'm just waiting for Lovecraft to come dude. back and say, I told you I'd be back, you know? <laughs> Lovecraft's like, I told you. So, uh, uh, John, man, I wanted to, to kind of uh, uh, expand out, man, and uh, uh, get your take on, on some of the uh, uh, other uh, scary stories that are around the, the state of Texas. I know there are a bunch of them. I kind of want to uh, pick your brain about some of the more famous ones. For example, the uh, the haunted uh, uh, railroads of uh, San Antonio. Um, what what uh, what have you heard of of that story? That's a very famous story. Uh, one of the most famous stories out of Texas. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that one has been around for decades. Um, yeah. You know, everybody everybody knows somebody who's tried it before. You know, there's a there's, there you go. There's a certain railroad in railroad tracks in San Antonio. And whenever you cross these railroad, railroad, I don't know why I'm getting tongue twisted with that. <laughs> railroad <laughs> tracks. Once you put your, once you drive on these tracks, um, and you put your vehicle in neutral, apparently it will start to move forward. Mm-hmm. And if you pour baby powder on your vehicle, apparently, according to the legend, you will see handprints of. What a, what a what appears to be children. children I have I have and it does. It totally does. Yeah. You see? It totally now, there's does. Also, there's also an apparent explanation where it has something to do with the elevation of the land. It's an and optical illusion. Assert, yeah, it's a, that it's an optical illusion. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and, but and it's weird because like it's San Antonio and like like San Antonio is especially downtown is according to most people uh, for lack of a better term haunted as fuck. But I mean <laughs> like sure. you had that's where you had the Battle of the Alamo. Like yeah. I remember me and my dad um, one time we stayed at the Davy Crockett Hotel. And like I thought, it it looks so like from the outside, it looks so old and like decrepit. But on the inside, it's it's like a fucking four star hotel. It's beautiful, and um, I can remember like walking like down like the hallways, and like I remember hearing somebody yelling something in Spanish, and like me and my dad looking around and like nothing. It sounded like it came right behind us. We're like, what the fuck, like. That was weird. And like you you hear all sorts of weird stories about like San Antonio. I'll tell you a weird story that that um, happened to me maybe like a couple years ago uh, from a story that like 
from down here over on five mile line where that bus accident happened. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're unfamiliar with it, uh, it, it's a story about this uh, bus that turned the corner over there on five mile line. And I'm not sure if it was the bus driver or if it was the truck driver, I think he was truck a, ran the stop sign. Yeah, and I think because the guy was having a heart attack, a heart attack. and um, uh, he hit a bus, bus, and the bus goes down into a, a water quarry, and most of the kids drowned. Now yeah. I was working, I was working with a, as somebody who's been a security guard, I'll tell you. I have been to some weird places and I have heard some weird shit as a security guard. Like I've, I, I prefer working overnight. So when you're a security guard and you, you like go to go work for a security company and you put down that you're willing to work overnight, they'll hire you pretty quick. Nobody likes to work overnight. I do. It, people leave me alone. So like, I was working for this one place where um, basically all we ever really did was go to uh, public parks for barbecues. Like whenever somebody rented out a public park, you have to rent out a security guard for the public park. So like uh, I was working with a security company that would send people out to parks and stuff like that. Uh, This is before COVID had happened. So like, like... I was at that particular, like, there's a park right around the quarry. And uh, there's a small park right across the street from the quarry. So, like, I didn't know which one I was supposed to go to. So I went down by the one at the quarry. And, like, there's a house back there that I didn't know about. Like, there's if, if you go around, like, to the back of that parking area, there's a big fucking house surrounded by trees. Like, I've never seen it. And it was a Sunday... It was 11 o'clock. There was no, like there was nobody there. And I remember sitting there like waiting for this, this like group of people to show up and no one ever showed up. So I'm just, I'm sitting, I'm in my car and like I decided to roll down my window and I'm having a cigarette and like I'm sitting there and I call my boss and I'm like, hey, like where am I supposed to be, dude? Because I'm here and there's nobody here. And he's like, all right, let me call the, the people. And I'm like, all right. So sitting in my car, like way, it sounded far away. Like I heard someone scream, I can't swim. And it sounded like a kid. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, that's not what I just heard. Like there's a kid running around. So I'm to park. There's a kid somewhere that yelled that. And like, my fucking phone rings and I'm like, ah, I'm like, hello. <laughs> my boss is like, not there, across the street. And I'm like, oh, oh shit, thank God. Thank God. God. <laughs> like, get wow. me the fuck out of here, dude. Like, like it freaked me out. So, that like, is, that is, man. Like, there, it, it's, it's, I think that's another thing that, that, uh, uh, kind of, um, uh, enhances the, the, uh, I guess what you would say the the spirituality of a place is like a lot of a lot of uh, haunted areas. It's 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 uh, the the tragic the tragedy of what happened there influences uh, you know the whatever spectral remnants there are. Uh, yeah. What do you think of that, John? Like, do, do you think that that kind of adds to it uh, oh, when it comes to getting? Haunted? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when it comes to paranormal uh, hauntings and paranormal um, sightings and occurrences and things of that nature. It, basically, there's most of the time it comes with a 
with a traumatic history of some sort. Um, it's, it's what they call residual energy. Uh, yeah. Depending on how traumatic the event was, you know, the, the individual who passed away there, um, well, apparently will not make peace, you know, in the afterlife because he still feels, he or she, he or she still feels like there's some type of unfinished business to, to take care yeah. of, you know. And, and or I've heard other theories that, um, I mean, maybe they just weren't allowed to pass on to the next uh, to the next level if there is such a thing and they are basically they're doomed and destined to just you know roam the the earth as a as a ghost you know what I mean but I've also heard that it's like apparently according to the, according to like you know paranormal researchers and things like that that these ghosts are like reliving their, their event over and over and over. <laughs> You okay? Screw that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so uh, like, I've heard, I've heard that there are different kind of hauntings. Like, there's, there's the, uh, uh, the smart ghost, which is actually a, a spirit that moves around on its own. There's residual, where it's basically like a recording uh, of, of somebody's movements during life. I mean, there's, there's a poltergeist activity. There's, there's spectral resonance, where it's like orbs and stuff, and uh, like you know. It's it's different different things like that depending on on uh, on the place or what happened I guess. Absolutely, yes. You, you actually you, you put it perfectly. Um, there's the, you'll experience a different type of paranormal phenomenon depending on the circumstance. I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And ghosts, they're they're not they're not just like the most of the ghost stories you hear, or most of the the evidence of of uh, of uh, uh, ghosts like are of, you know, they say, oh well, this person died a long time ago. Like there's there's there are cases of like like what Bob had said earlier, you know, of of that that man who uh, who murdered his whole family, and then within a couple of days, like the the place is haunted. You know, like there 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 are many places where it, it's just it. it it, it it just happened like it's it's very recent like the like the uh, uh like unfortunately the uh the the mission bus accident you know like yeah. apparently apparently there's a lot of spiritual activity that happens over there let, like, let me it, 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 oh, sorry. It, go ahead bob no no like i, no, I was just saying like i i've never like like i've never been one to frequent like that area but like like, you know, you know the stories of it. So when I found out that I was going to be, like, there, like, it, it's one of those things that does start to, like, and again, like, I've convinced myself that, like, I, I either scared myself or there was some kid out there just running around being a jackass. Like, I I, I don't know, man. Um, like, I, I don't know. You, you, you sort of, I don't know if it's something that people just scare themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like or or if it, it's just like it feels different. Like the air is different in there. Like in that park. Like when there's nobody. Like when like for me. Like as somebody that was just there by myself during the day. Yeah. Like there was there was literally nobody around. But like there were you know there's a park right across the street, and like to sit there and like. It feel, it feels different when you're by yourself. It almost feels like the area, like the entire surrounding area, is looking at you. Like you don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You just it's, it's the energy, the atmosphere, just kind of some kind of vibe. Yeah, it's it's a different vibe. Like it really is. Like if everything feels, 
I don't know. It, 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 I, I don't know if you guys have ever, if you grew up uh, Catholic, I did. Um, and whenever I, I would, you know, I, I, I was talking back too much. I was misbehaving. I got a bad grade at school. You know, they, they drag you to church and they get a bunch of old ladies to pray for you. <laughs> like, they, they surround you and they do this. Like they put their yeah. hands over you and they say prayers. Like it kind of feels like that. Like just this uncomfortable thing of like people ha- like holding hands over you. Yeah. Like, it's the closest thing I can ever describe to how I felt like, at least on that day, like just being there by myself and having a You cigarette. felt surrounded. Yeah. You really feel like there's like a bunch of people are looking at you and I'm just kind of like, there's nobody here. Nobody here. We, we actually received a story out of Brownsville, Texas that has to do with residual energy. I guess you can call it that. Basically, some guy reported seeing, um, basically, his neighbor's house burnt down. And what had happened was some dude went crazy and he burnt down the whole house and he, and he burned himself alive as well. Well, apparently, the neighbor has seen the, the apparent ghost of this guy who burned himself alive walking around the abandoned uh, lot that's there and they'll, they'll see his burnt his burnt mangled corpse just walking around at night fuck that with an iron stick yeah that one that one's out of brownsville texas uh, can you imagine dude like how much you have no idea how much that would freak me out and piss me off simultaneously like <laughs> If I lived out in a fucking rancho in Brownsville and I just saw like a burnt man walking around, like God damn it, it's outside again! Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. fuck that. Can you imagine going outside and then turning and looking at you, like acknowledging you, like, ah. no, hey, how's man. it going? I'm the yeah, most babe. <laughs> right? You want a cigarette? <laughs> Trying to quit myself. <laughs> hey, Will, tell us your Axe Man story, man. Oh yeah, dude. So um, this actually happened happened to me. I, I I okay. So like as much as much as I love telling this story, it always like like makes my heart drop every time I see it. Because every time I tell it, because it, it it's so vivid in my in my mind. You know, I barely remember anything that happened to me this morning. So remember something that happened to me twenty years ago, just like like boggles my mind. So I am uh, with a buddy of mine and uh, we're, we're driving around like a, it's like like maybe one or two o'clock in the morning, you know, and uh, we're, we're driving down university and you know how university has like that, that median, that median where you got to go, you got to turn around and stuff. Well, uh, we were driving, we we're heading towards the, uh, um, we had gone from 10th Street to uh, uh, to University, so you know that around that area when you drive from McAllen and you, and you hit University from McAllen, and it's it's like a big uh, empty area. Well, back then it was even more empty, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So uh, we're driving, and I see this man just walking down the side of the road. And he's walking with this intensity in his walk. Like, I can't really see his face, but what I do see is he's got long hair, he's hunched over, he's wearing a trench coat, and he's carrying, a, a like, a hand axe, right? Right. And he's walking like he's, street, like he's stepping on ants as he's walking, you know? Like he's, like, he's determined to get where he's going. 
So we freak out because we see this guy, right? And and you know, being the kids that we were, we were like, oh man, we gotta we gotta see this again. So we take the Yui, we go around the uh, 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 the median, and when we're coming back, we see him again walking, same same walk, determined, holding the axe, and just walking, his hair swinging as he moves, right? And we we drive we drive a ways and then we turn around again so that we can come back the same road that we were before. But when we get back to where he was or where he should have been, given the time that it took us to turn around, he wasn't there. Like nowhere to be found. Now keep in mind, this was within I would say like all this happened within like twenty seconds. You know? So for him, and there was like no place for him to hide because there was nothing there. It was just open fields and, and ditches, you know? Yeah. So he either either he uh ducked and, and laid down in the tall grass or he just like disappeared. And That's like just some freaky shit, man. Yeah, and like to this day I have no idea what happened, who that person was, what that person like what was going on. I mean, if it was a spirit, fine. But if it was an actual person, what the hell was this person doing? This, we were nowhere near Halloween, by the way. <laughs> you know, this is like a summertime. Wow. You know what, though? I'll tell you, though. I, I've had, like, like, 10th Street is, I, I wouldn't know if it's, like, paranormal. But there's a lot of fucking weird people that, like, end up on North 10th some nights. And I don't understand why. Like, I can remember this one time I was coming home. Uh, from a barbecue. I was with a buddy of mine and we were coming home. He was going to drop me off at my house. And like, we were driving down 10th. And um, I remember just this, there's a a bank down here that has uh, a water fountain out front. I forget which bank it is, but it has like uh, a running water fountain. And it was like three in the morning. And I guess somebody just dumped soap in it. Cause there was soap all over the street and like we were at a stoplight and me and my buddy were just looking at all the soap pouring out and we're kind of like, that's so funny, dude. Like who takes the time to do that? And like, yeah. I wonder how long ago that happened. You know, somebody just threw a bath bomb in there. Like, I wonder what they threw in there. And I turn and we're still at the red light and way across the other side of the street, I see this dude in his underwear and he's just like jogging towards us. And I'm like, hey, nope. bro, like, look. And he turns and like, I'll never forget it because he goes, oh, fuck, I made eye contact with him. <laughs> and this dude just starts kind of speeding up towards us. And I go, dude, go. And he's like, the light's red. Like, there's a fence in front of him. And I'm like, dude, just go. And this guy just runs to the window and he smacks it, like, and his hands covered in soap, and he leaves just this big soap. soap. And he's soaked. He's like soaked from head to toe, like he was washing himself in that thing. And he just hits the window. He leaves a big soapy line on it, and he just goes, "Money." And the light turns green right when he does that. And my buddy just like, oh, shit, just takes it off. And I'm like, he what? What did did he say? Money. 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 He just shouted money at us. And like, we took off. And I was like, all right, 
I'm never coming through here again. Like he comes up to you and he's like, "Excuse me, uh, hi. Do you have a minute? I live in Jersey City and my car broke down. Yeah. I need to get back because my aunt's real sick and she needs this medicine, but I need money for the bus. So I'm mugging you." <laughs> I would. No, for real. Did you have no idea how pissed off I would have been if I got robbed by a soaking wet man in his underwear? <laughs> like, like nobody saw the gun. Nobody. <laughs> Why'd you keep the gun? You don't want to know. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> fucking weird, man. But like, 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 not haunted, but pretty fucking scary. <laughs> so, uh, so John, man, uh, I want to really, really, really thank you and and just just show how much we 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 appreciate you coming on and uh, telling us all the all the uh, various paranormal and and ghost stories and cryptids and and stuff that that uh, that we got down here man we really need to bring more attention to that and uh, what's the the, the 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 better way to do that than uh, the true horror stories in South Texas tell us a little bit about that man tell us uh, what they can find on there and uh, and uh, what you got going on with that so yes hi yeah so um, basically we created this website uh, as basically an outlet to provide um, for people out there to you know basically to come forward with uh, with the story or a paranormal experience um, you know we do we do have to realize that this um, particular subject can sound a little bit you know batshit crazy for lack of a better word right so basically, you know, we do we provide an outlet for people to go ahead and share their their paranormal experience because, like I said, you know, um, this is not accepted by everyone. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And these type of phenomenon are just you know they're unexplained. There's there's no explanation for them. And there's there's not much you can say about it when you experience when you experience mm-hmm. it because you know maybe somebody maybe somebody's never seen that before. In their life, you know what I mean. Maybe you're the only one who's ever seen that shit like that. Like, yeah. yeah. So basically, you know, like I said, um, the website's there for people to share their experience, share their story. You can reach out to us on the actual website itself, TrueHorrorStoriesOfTexas.com. There's a submit your story section or link on the website. You can reach out to us on Facebook. Just send us a personal message. On the uh, the Facebook page, True Horror Stories of Texas. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can also send me a personal message if you'd like. And you can also join the group on Facebook. Join the True Horror Stories of Texas Facebook group. I always post stories first in the group before I actually post it on the Facebook page to give the people in the group, you know, an exclusive look into all the stories and all the stuff that's going on with true horror stories of Texas. Cool. Cool, man. It's, and uh, it's a good also... group too, man. Like I, I, I enjoy being in that group cause I get notifications for the stories and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's always like, like, like I, I don't, I don't get to read them, them all, but I'll, I'll tell you like, usually like when I'm sitting like in, like on my couch in the morning, like it's one of those, like the first ones that pops up and I'm always like, Oh shit. Like, I wonder what the story is like. There's always some pretty fascinating ones on there, man. And like you, you, I, I, I sort of view this sort of thing the same way I view politics. Like, and I tell people like, just because you're not experiencing it doesn't mean it's not happening. 
exactly. Yeah. Like, like just because you're not affected by it, or you you feel like, nah, that's not true. Like, I don't know, man. Somebody <laughs> saw it. Like, it's, yeah. it's a lot of somebody <laughs> see these. <laughs> see so like, so like, yeah. And and if you don't, I mean, even if you don't believe it, uh, just just visit the website and read the stories for fun, man. Because like, these these stories are 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 extremely interesting, man. At least I find them interesting, and and they're yeah. a lot of fun to just go in there and read, uh, especially now that that it's uh, the Halloween spooky season and stuff and uh, uh, just go in there have fun uh, if for some reason you, you can't read it uh, John there's also like a, like a place where you, you have like a podcast right where you can like like little bite-sized stories right right yes actually so um, we do if you go to true horror stories of texas.com and scroll down um, towards the center of the page you should see this little um, widget I guess and it it has a bunch of our podcasts on there. You can click on that and listen to our podcast. We also provide little stories on there, basically like narrations of the the stories from the website. And we're also adding this week, we're adding some radio theater stories. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so we're taking these stories that are based on true events, right, that we've received from the website, and we're scripting them out. And we're getting actors, and we uh, we actually got a couple of professional actors from nice. the Valley to help us out with the radio program. Shout out to our boy George Chapa from uh, McAllen, Texas. He lives in North McAllen, and and Eric Salazar. I believe he's a native of Edinburgh. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Eric Salad Bar. He's a Hollywood actor now, man. Yeah. yeah. They've both, they both done a lot of uh, Hollywood work. Uh, George was actually on HBO's Divorce, and oh, uh, he wow. came out with several episodes with that with Thomas Hayden Church. And um, yeah, he's done, a, he came out on Lucky Louie with uh, Louis C.K. He just, yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff. Visit his IMDb page, George Shopper. Oh, yeah. I've worked with both those cats. Both those cats are extremely, extremely talented. And man, like you guys, you you guys are really up on your way, man. I can't wait to hear that stuff. Thank you very much, man. Also look out for uh, some documentaries coming uh, later on this year and early next year in 2021. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's awesome. Well, on that note, John Gonzalez, thank you very much, man. Guys, go check out the website. It's worth it's worth your time. Uh, it's it's a bunch of very very cool local stories, and uh, you'll you'll have a, a with all the stuff that's coming on, man. Never a dull moment on that page, man. John, thank you very Absolutely. much for joining us, man. We appreciate thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. I'll be on anytime you guys want me to. I uh, really appreciate it. You guys, uh, you guys are awesome, man. Sweet, man. Thank, thank you very much, brother. All right. On that note, guys, we're going to go ahead and call it a week. Uh, for the Moving Old Out podcast, I'm Will. I'm Bob. And uh, we'll see you guys next week here on RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. Have a good one, guys. looking for great local music? Then tune in to RGVTitanRadio.com. We play everything local, like hip-hop, rock, Country. 
you want your music played on our radio station, then send your music to playmymusic at rgvtitanradio.com. Once more, that's playmymusic at rgvtitanradio.com. Be sure to send MP3 files that include the names of the track, album, and band or artist along with cover art. rgvtitanradio.com. We are the 956.